0: Listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 363. Kayla the Lord's here with the one, the only, the, are you quite caffeinated enough yet? John Brownstone. Maybe. I, I bought you a decaf. I was I, worried you'd be overly caffeinated.
1: Well, I mean, decaf still has some. Some.
0: Yeah, but it's not full octane.
1: And I've had two full octanes already, so.
0: I know, that's why I got you a decaf. Yeah, thank you. We We took advantage of Duncan offering bonus points for mobile orders on Wednesdays in case you wondered. (laughs) That's (laughs) not at all what this episode is about, but there we are. Uh, This week, we're back from break, celebrating our eighth podcast anniversary Mm -hmm. and responding to your kinky hot takes and unpopular opinions shared over on Instagram. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter, at Loving BDSM, on FetLife, at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram, at that handle I will forever fucking hate. (laughs) I also get to hate it over on threads too. At LovingDS1, that's the number one. So at LovingDS1. Or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Okay, now that we're all here together, you can turn on the other magic button. I am. And turn the fan back on. We actually get the very unusual experience of not having to close the office while we do this because there's nobody home nobody in the home middle of the and day. No, and
1: nobody expected to be coming home. Right,
0: because, you know, the oldest actually has started, has started his classes today, day of recording. That's right. And his first class was at 7.25 this morning. <laughs> not by choice. That's not a choice he made. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's not coming home. He's in. He's at his big boy school. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, like get into this. Before we get into the hot takes and unpopular opinions, I have a major announcement, something that we did not do last year. I can't remember why, but I think it's because life was chaotic. It's chaotic this year, but I had enough time to sit down and think. And so <laughs> we made Look this happen. Look at you. <clears throat> you and I are going to have a conversation already planned oh. be nice to me please thank you, oh. you she said submissively mm. uh it technically on the i believe 19th of august it was officially our eighth podcast anniversary
1: podcast anniversary. it's
0: our pod i don't know <laughs> um and in years past we have done giveaways and but then we skipped it last year but this year we're back now first of all if you were like i do not want to hear you ramble the the URL you want is lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway, or you can l- click the link in the description box on YouTube or the show notes on uh, for the podcast. Um, you'll get all the information there, but we're going to go through this because I might've made it complicated in order to make it easier later. Um, so we have a total of 10 prizes this year mm-hmm. for a total, of 10 winners. My goal was to have eight prizes so that one for each year of uh, we have been doing the podcast uh, and then folks are super, super generous. So we have 10. Um, the Kinkery, that's your shop, JB, thekinkery.com. Uh, we are participating because of course we are. It's us, it's, it's us. We are giving away two prizes. One, and now this is where things are gonna get weird. So JB is supposed to get up and go behind the camera, which podcast listeners cannot see to help uh, focus Focus what i'm gonna try and show the camera but for podcast listeners who won't see it anyway the pictures are on the uh website lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway and they're gonna be on social media so you will be able to see it okay so the first thing we're gonna talk about is a paddle that we're giving away from the kinkery do i
1: need to be yes because i want to show this to the camera
0: I thought waving the paddle around was the signal, but apparently not. We need more clear communication. Is that what you're saying? That's what you're saying. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get quiet because I'm going to be away from the microphone. Here we go. The paddle is what we call the enforcer. How would you describe this? Say the words. I'll repeat them because you're not next to a microphone now.
1: Um, well, one, it's... it's. Uh Tiger maple because it's got the tiger stripes. I
0: thought throughout. it was curly maple. It's a, li- a very light-colored wood, like yeah. a creamy, beige colored wood. Mm-hmm. The handle is off-center, yeah. So it's off to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very thin paddle, so yeah. that means it's and it's light, so it's lightweight. It's going to be smacky and stinging. Yes, it will be. So if you are into stinging paddles, this is one that you should try to uh, enter into win the giveaway. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next thing is something that is. Tat- not available at the Kinkria, neither is the Enforcer. So you're getting like stuff you can't buy from us. Um, We are gonna have wax play kits coming at the holidays with a knife, wooden knife that is not available for sale on our shop. And so- It will
1: only be available with
0: the kits. With the kits, exactly. Um, One paraffin and one soy wax candle and this special wooden knife. I'm going to try and get close to the camera. Podcast listeners, don't worry. If you go to the URL, you can see the picture. The wooden knife that I picked out of the group that you have made so far is a made of Wenge. Am I saying that right? That's a very dark brown, almost black wood. And then the candles are our small three ounce. And I did dye free. That way, I didn't have to try and choose colors for anybody. And that way, if you've got any allergies to dyes this would be safe for you so that will be another prize you can win then 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 um us loving bdsm uh, our etsy shop we have a giveaway i only have a couple of things to show because some of what we're giving away is digital as well um for the loving bdsm we call it the merch gift pack you will win all three of our current workbooks um, both of our enamel pens and a sticker pack. Pins? So, rest. Look, I'm Southern. It comes out one way. Pen. It's a pen. They're all pens. But if I add the word enamel, most people know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna show these at the camera right now. One of our pens says "Keep it kinky, y'all," because that's like our tagline, and one is our actual logo. And then the sticker pack. There's. I'm not gonna like spend too much time on these, but I call it our impact play sticker pack. It's stickers of paddles and crops and cute illustrations of spanked booties. Oh my. Um, I know, it's very fun. Um, I'll try and show some of it to the camera. And again, this is online. And by the end of the day of recording, it should be on social media too. Now that's us, that's what we're contributing. And then we had two amazing companies that donated items for giveaway. I'm going to start with our longtime friend of the podcast. Not that the other company is not also a longtime friend, but um, I'm going to start with this particular longtime friend, who I know is in the live chat on YouTube. Tashu and his company, Elegantly Owned, he has generously donated three day collars and two locks. So that's five prizes, y'all. Five prizes. Now I'm going to read <laughs> what Tashu kindly wrote for me because he knew. I would be confused Uh, (laughs) to tell you what this is like. Um, Okay, so we're gonna start. Hey daddy, do you think you could hold this in front of the, the camera while I read? That's number one, it's dark blue. It's called a crushed velvet style. Uh, heart pendant secrecy day collar. Uh, secrecy collars are locking collars designed to blend into more conservative situations. When discretion is a priority, this is a perfect day collar. It's made with stainless steel with a resin heart on a nickel plated base. Just be aware of possible metal sensitivities. It's 24 seven wearable and comes with two hex keys. It is a 16 and inch day collar. Now the next one is called cloud style. It is the same style of color, it's just that the lock uh, has a different bit of resin on it. It's like a white, greeny, bluey, turquoisey color. It's beautiful. And then the third color, again, pictures are at lovingbdsm.net Give away. Okay, then the third color, I got a little fuzz on it, is called the Hover Pendant and it has a beautiful purpley color to it, and it's a very unique pendant. It is is not a heart collar lock. Um, This is the hover pendant secrecy day collar, all stainless steel construction, including pendant with crystal center. As with all secrecy day collars, it's designed to pass as a vanilla necklace while remaining secure and locked. Um, It's also a good option for those with metal sensitivities. So that is a prize. And then we have two what are called ocean flow style heart locks. These are just locks, not collars. So if you already have a collar, you can add this. Um, another thing that Teishu is has kindly done is you can, if you're like, okay, I want a collar, but 16 and a half inches is not for me. That's too small. That's too big. That's too whatever. Um, you can currently save 15% off at Elegantly Owned on Etsy. Um with the coupon code CRICKETS. So if you want something that's more to your style or in a size that works for you, you can uh, take advantage of that um, through the giveaway and even a little beyond. I believe the coupon code ends on September 6th. Okay, there are two collars. They're both pinky, purpley locks. locks. I said collars, I'm sorry, they're locks. They come with two keys. This is resin on a nickel-plated heart-shaped lock, 24-7 wearable, comes with two keys, but just be aware of possible metal sensitivities. If you know that you can't handle nickel-plated stuff, this might not be for you. And that's why I set these giveaways up the way I did, so that whatever type of prize you want, whether it's a collar, or lock or it's a paddle from the kinkery or it's a wax play kit, you can actually enter the giveaway separately. So you're only trying to win what you want. You can enter all of them. That is fine. Um, But that way you're not potentially going to win something you did not want to win in the first place. That would be no fun. Um, And then last but not least, we have products from Twisted Mountain Toys which are so (laughs) gorgeous. I'm gonna keep them in the plastic. I don't want us to touch them. This, there's a big green baby called the traffic cone. Oh gosh, the traffic cone stretcher. It is, I would say narrow tip, but but that's in the eye of the beholder with a very Mm -hmm. wide base. If you know what a traffic cone looks like, it's that and it's a beautiful emerald green then there's one called hyper which is like a rosy pink it is uh, perfectly cylindrical straight up and down no <laughs> no extra texture or anything They are beautiful hand poured silicone insertables you insert them in the orifice of your choice it, almost matches my shirt. it does almost match your shirt uh, again the pictures are at lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway i will hopefully keep saying that until make that easier for folks to remember. My job here
1: done.
0: Are we back in focus? Yes. Then yes, thank you. Thank you, my lovely assistant and uh, daddy Dom, John Brownstone. Um, Podcast listeners, let me just say, you can come watch this part of the video. I'll have uh, time stamped it out for people to find easily, hopefully. or you can go on social media or you can go to lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway. How many times can I say that? So here are the things. The giveaway is open to uh, all, if you're located in North America, you, the UK, you. I said Europe, but if you're in the EU, if your country is in the EU, you can enter this. Uh, New Zealand and Australia. tried to think of every country that I know people who listen or watch are located in and include them. Uh, The giveaway is open through September 2nd. That's, I believe, a Saturday or Sunday, 1159 p.m. Eastern. Uh, The way we have it set up at lovingbdsm.net giveaway is you can enter in separate giveaways. Like if you are not interested in a paddle, you don't have to enter that giveaway and be considered for that prize. If you are interested in all of them, yes, you can enter into all of them. They all have requirements to earn entries. If you do the things to earn entries on one giveaway and it's repeated on another giveaway, you just have to click the button to say you already did it. If it's follow us on Twitter or like, or follow us on Instagram, there's no way to do that more than once. So you did it once, it counts for all the other things you enter. Um, We will keep talking about um, the giveaway Um, over the next Couple of weeks.
1: I was going to say, how long will the giveaway run?
0: I just said that through oh, September 2nd. Okay.
1: I was busy. You were so. busy, <laughs> Okay, but it's so good don't... to
0: repeat these things. So it's fine. Thank now the day of recording, August 23rd podcast listeners, you will hear this on the 25th, but as the moment you're listening to this, as soon as this episode comes out through September 2nd, uh, 2023, 11 PM Eastern, you can continue to enter. Um, there is uh, one thing that you can do daily, if you want, which is you can share a favorite episode or video to earn entry points. Um, please don't spam your c- online communities <laughs> with <laughs> our links just to earn uh, entry point entries into the giveaway. Please don't do that. <laughs> Uh please, please don't make people mad at us before they even know who we are. <laughs> uh, so, um, Yeah, so giveaway is at lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway. Uh, if you're interested in collars or locks from Elegantly Owned that are not part of the giveaway, please go check out Tayshu's Etsy shop link in the places or search Elegantly Owned on Etsy. Get 15% off with the coupon code CRICKETS. Put an S on the in there, that is good through September 6th. Um, if you like the look or and are interested in uh, hand poured, any silicone insertable anythings, uh, please check out Twisted Mountain Toys. They definitely do more than the two styles that we have for giveaway. And they do colors other than this that beautiful emerald green and that pretty dusty rose, those are beautiful colors. So, um, And then loving BDSM. Etsy shop. We're doing a podcast anniversary sale there. It's 20% off on our Etsy shop. Um, And you don't need a coupon for that. I was like, I don't want to keep up with that. So I just made the whole darn shop on sale. Um, So yeah. Details about the giveaway are at lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway. That was the longest commercial. Yes. (laughs) That was so long. Okay. Okay. Ah, there we go. We hope uh, y'all enter to win. We Mm -hmm. um, can't wait to give away great stuff. Um, We will be shipping them out. So the way it'll work is the, um, when I say we'll be shipping out, letting you know we, they will be coming from us. They will be mailed from us from Florida in the US. Um, What was the other thing I was going to say before it just flew out of my brain? Um, Oh, so the giveaway ends at the end of September 2nd, 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Uh, within a week, we'll do the random selection of winners. Um, we will reach out to those people. They'll have 48 hours to respond. If we don't get a response, we'll have to draw again. So we'll, yeah, we'll need a way to get in contact with you, whether it's a DM through whatever your social media is or your email, like whatever. But yeah, we be watching those things so that you can know if you won or not because i i have done giveaways in the past and then held on to the prizes for literal months waiting for people to get a hold of to get back in contact and Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to play that game this time (laughs) okay that was a lot of fucking shit and now we can get into the actual episode finally i know right um so uh my brain is is empty and and stuttering and has been so i went um i'm gonna let other people tell me what to talk about this week (laughs) i was like what's on y'all's mind um so over on instagram at that handle i'm fucking hate uh i asked for y'all's kinky BDSM, DS, however you want to think of it. Hot takes and unpopular opinions. And we're going to read them. We will not say anybody's name to get, you know, make sure everybody has anonymity. Um, And we will react slash respond to your kinky hot take or uh, unpopular opinion. Uh, We may agree with you completely. We may not. I read one that I went, well, that's a spicy take. And I... I don't think I agree. So we'll get there. Mm. I also have the benefit that I see these as they come in, and JB's going in like with no preconceived notions. You get this is going to be your first reaction to everything. I enjoy that. Okay. (laughs) So a little too
1: much, I'd say.
0: Here is the first one. Okay. Hot take slash unpopular opinion that the communication needed and trust BDSM builds can improve your overall relationship health. Yeah, I agree with that. Completely. I, I I agree with that. I wouldn't call that. I don't know. I'm like, is, is that a hot take? I'm sure there are some people who probably have compartmentalized in their mind mm-hmm. the BDSM kink side of a relationship and then the rest of their relationship. I'm I'm not one of those people. So to me, it's like, well, yes, all these skills are transferable. If you right. can learn how to communicate in a kink aspect and build that kind of trust, then I do think you have to be mindful. I think you have to be focusing on the other parts of your relationship. I don't think you can kind of, you know, go, oh, well, we have it's good over on our kinky side. It doesn't matter for the rest of our relationship. I I think you do have to like have some intentionality You you
1: can't just like, yeah, okay everything, you know, this is doing great here. Just let the other coast. No, you can't do that. You know, but no, I, I agree with that. And I think it, it not only covers relationships, I think it can can also uh, fall into, uh, in many cases, family relationships um, and even work.
0: I think so too. I think the skills that you can learn about communication and building trust and, you know, intimacy and vulnerability even, are those mm-hmm. are all transferable skills. At the height of the oldest, uh, hardest teenage years, uh, known as middle school, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, so Mm. the 12 to 14-ish age range, Uh, we were at a loss for how to get through to him. And it really did kind of go over into early high school years too. Yeah, And you, you and I were like, what are we gonna do? And I finally went, wait, wait, wait. We know how to talk to one another in power exchange and how to communicate really difficult things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why aren't we using different language, obviously? Well, yeah. Uh, why aren't we just <coughs> doing the same thing? But using
1: the same techniques.
0: Right, yeah. and when we kind of made that shift, it didn't immediately get easier. The teenager was still a teenager. <laughs> and we had been trying to be super authoritarian with somebody who just doesn't respond to that. Yeah. Just just doesn't, that's his personality. And so we didn't trust it at first, but over time as we, mm-hmm. and it, we had to get more comfortable with it. We were much more sure. used to going, you have to do this because I'm, I'm the parent, you're the kid, this is what I tell you to do. And it became collaborative in the way right. that our power exchange is collaborative. We don't have the kind of power exchange where most of the time you go, you do this because I said so. In fuckery, yes. In certain situations, sometimes. But in general, it's very collaborative. It's very back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so we started taking those communication skills and applying it to parenting and Correct. I think it's worked out well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's worked out well. So yes, I absolutely agree with all the things to help you build a solid BDSM Mm -hmm. relationship, transfer into the rest of your, can transfer into the rest of your relationship. And then I think those skills are transferable. There you go. Okay, next one. Mm. Ah, okay. Okay, here we go. We, as in subs, we, parenthetical subs, are rejecting progressive politics and reclaiming our authentic values. I'm gonna let that marinate for you. You want me to read it again so you can, okay. We, subs, Mm -hmm. subs are rejecting progressive politics and reclaiming our authentic values. Now, you know I've got thoughts, but I I want you to have the opportunity to react. So, so please. Mm.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no. (laughs) I, I don't think that's how it works.
0: I And I think it's a problematic statement yeah. for multiple reasons. It's a very, like, it's a simple, it's, it's a few words. It's a very simple, mm-hmm. but a lot is packed in here. Yeah, there is. So I feel like the subs being referenced here are assumed to all be cis women because progressive politics, mm-hmm. in the way I think of progressive politics, and if you're new around here and hadn't quite figured it out, I do consider myself progressive liberal big d democrat like however you need to think of that that yeah that uh progressive politics is kind of a like a sticky statement because what does that specifically mean to this person i mean they might have well just said the word woke in the not the it's been taken over by people who want it to mean something it doesn't actually mean but whatever yeah. kind of way in and i'm just and And authentic values, whose authentic values? No single, like no, not even one specific group all technically have the same exact values. We as individuals have our own individual set of values and sometimes they align with a group and there's a Venn diagram and we might agree in some places. But Mm -hmm. So I'm reading this as what this person is really saying is that women being submissive, goes back to air quote, traditional ways where we would like to make countries quote great again. And the question then has to be asked great for who. Uh, and I, I fundamentally reject this. Um, quite frankly, the the kink community in places where it is safe for folks to kind of come together as community tends to be like, really, really, what's the word I want? Oh God, the word just slipped. It's diverse. Yeah. It's all genders, not just the binary. Like To me, this sounds like the person rejects the fact that gender is a spectrum and not a strict binary.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Not always, I have certainly met some like hardcore conservatives in the kink world. I do question how you who could get (laughs) fired, lose your children and be shunned by your family for being kinky, who are you judging the rest? But I'm just saying. Um, But like some of the most progressive spaces I per- personally have ever been in have been kink spaces. And so, what? <laughs> no, yeah. I fundamentally disagree because we're, this statement reads to me like, well, we're pretending that men who are submissive just don't exist or are somehow invalid, that neither is true, um, that people who, are not within the gender binary, cannot be Mm -hmm. kinky and or submissive. We know that's not true. If you look around for more than like half a second, you see that that's not true. Mm -hmm. Um, And what are quote authentic values? That reads like a dog whistle to me. Like just it, it does. It, it re it's no, mm-hmm. no, that's a hot take. Yeah. I, I fundamentally disagree I, with
1: it. I have to disagree with it too, because it's so straight and narrow,
0: but there's only you one know, way. There,
1: there's only one that's way. That's a one
0: true wayism yeah. kind of statement. Oh yeah. 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 All women are submissive. Only women can be mm-hmm. submissive. And I would imagine they probably mean cis women, Right. Um, all men then are dominant. There's no other way I mean, that,
1: that falls right into the whole thing with with. Uh, and I used to think that it was something that was outdated, but I, I have seen it popping up in a few communities um, that say, you know, switches aren't a real thing. Oh, Jesus.
0: I know. I know. You know, I hate I that, mean, too. Yeah. It's because somebody has decided for themselves very narrowly what this means. And the, the part that they're not saying or thinking is for myself. I've decided what this means for myself. Mm-hmm. And what they've done is gone, this is what this means. And then they think it means for everybody. And there are yeah, there can be groups of people who call them, who become a community who think that way too. We've seen it online, it happens in person. Absolutely, fucking lutely. Group think is a thing. It mm-hmm. happens to everybody. It is everybody, regardless of where you are on a political spectrum or a human spectrum, can get into a bubble where you only are hearing things reflected back at you that you agree. And it, it it can happen. But if the things that you're only hearing negate the humanity of somebody else, maybe that's not a great bubble. And right. I don't particularly like that bubble and I won't join it. Mm-hmm. And I will try to pop that fucking bubble from yeah. the outside by
1: mm-hmm. being a very annoying person yeah.
0: who keeps saying what you, mm-hmm. you know, the opposite of what some people think. Right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> <sighs> yes, subs are not in some massive group rejecting progressive politics. I've become more progressive, quite fucking frankly, <laughs> um, and I don't even know what authentic value. whose authentic values? Yeah, I mean, is are are? Uh, oh, can we just say we're upholding white supremacy and patriarchy here because those are the values that people tend to think of? They're like, I want to go back to when it was quote great, and. I, you know, well, when women couldn't have a credit card, when, when black people had to sit at the back of a bus, when it's not that it's changed, when you can be killed for your gender, your appearance, your skin color, mm-hmm. your like, and, and let's be clear, none of that's changed. So for anybody who showed up at one point and did not think that this was, that we were even slightly progressive, Sorry, you've been disabused of that. Sorry, we weren't louder. (laughs) I'm going to get off of this one because I don't feel like I'm making a lot of sense. I feel like the people who uh, hear what I hear, yeah. I'm looking at the live chat, and some of us are very much together on this Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, this is a hot take I fundamentally disagree with. Okay, next one. Kinksters need to stop thinking that DS relationships are inherently better than vanilla relationships. Um, like on their own, yeah. No context, DS is better than vanilla. Stop thinking that. What's your reaction? I
1: think there's a certain truth to that.
0: I, I agree with that. Uh, Not no relationships. No one relationship style is better than better
1: all of than 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 any other. Right. Um, you know, I mm yeah i mean i I have seen it that you know some people in kink they think you know, oh you know th- this this is the only way to do it and and you right. know vanilla is wrong and and it's not neither one is right, neither one is wrong they're they're all good in their own way, mm-hmm. and you know not everybody's gonna be into kink, not everybody's gonna be into vanilla, so you know
0: I think it goes back to the a person finds what is right for, for them. them and they stop saying the yeah for them part. Like mm-hmm. they don't say DS relationship is right for me. They go DS relationship is right. Everything else is then wrong for you. Like mm-hmm. for me, that is pretty accurate. I know that we talk good game about how if something were to happen and the power exchange went away, we're still in it. We there's other things mm-hmm. that bind us and connect us. Correct. But quite frankly, if you're asking me right now, <laughs> the year of our Lord 2023, I'm going to tell you, DS is the only kind of relationship style I want. Correct. It is what is right for me. Yeah. But what happens, again, people realize a truth for themselves, and then not all people forget that that truth is not a truth for everybody mm-hmm. else. Vanilla relationships can, and it goes back to, it's like when I talk about things that power exchange relationships quote need or ought to do or these are best practices or whatever. And somebody will always come kinda out of the woodwork and go, those are right for those are good for vanilla relationships too. You're right. You're right. I agree. I think that more vanilla relationships should have the communication style that we try to practice and try to learn in kink. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, fucking lutely, I think all relationships are better when the communication is clear and open and the boundaries are strong and stated. Yeah. And when we're trying to negotiate who does what and how do we do it? absolutely. fucking lutely. But just mm-hmm. because there are those of us in kink who have gained those skills and who who live and abide by those skills, right, and so have hopefully better relationship outcomes, does but not mean that vanilla is somehow <laughs> immediately wrong for not doing it. Right. Because let's be real, and there are there, plenty of kinky relationships that don't do best practices like they should. Exactly,
1: either. and and you know you, you can say what you want about vanilla relationships or non traditional you know, uh, non- bleh, I'm, I'm anyway. They a lot of relationships use those communications and, right. and different they just best don't practices. have the language that we they right.
0: don't have, they don't
1: call it what they we don't call, call it.
0: it what we call it right yeah right
1: so you know yeah I, I think there there is a little bit of um um gatekeeping in that aspect mm-hmm. um i've kind of been guilty of it here and there mm-hmm. um i'm not exempt from it Sure. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's something I've noticed a little bit more in how people uh, reflect and respond mm-hmm. about it, and um, yeah, I, I don't think it's a, a good thing. You know, a,
0: no, it, it pits an it's an us versus them. It when you have a way of thinking that says this way that I'm in is better than mm-hmm. others, and you don't add the for me to it, you yeah. Even if you don't mean to, you're in a one true wayism kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. It's all, as long as, you know, it's all potentially valid. Are there things about vanilla relationships that are not that great? Of course there are. The lack of communication, the lack of just going, whose role is this gonna be? And I don't mean in a right. power exchange, but who's gonna wash the dishes? Who's gonna clean the toilets? Who's gonna mm-hmm. pay the bills? Who's like the, the things that don't get talked about in a majority of the van- vanilla rate relationships out there, are to the detriment of vanilla relationships, but that does not mean that vanilla relationships are automatically bad because they're not doing things that hopefully most uh, kinky relationships are doing. Um, So yeah, I think it goes back to, we find what works for us and we, reject what we used to do because we realize it no longer works for us, but we forget that's an individual choice that does not apply to every single solitary soul out there. And there, because we know, we, I think we all know intellectually that not everybody's kinky. And for some people that is never gonna work for them. So then the only thing they can have is a vanilla relationship if they're not kinky. And so then therefore, are you saying that they're doomed to have awful relationships because they're vanilla? Of course not like that. That doesn't even make sense. So, yeah. I I, I think you'd have to look at it,
1: you know, your relationship's not my relationship, but (laughs) your relationship's okay.
0: Right. Kind of thing. (laughs) Your flavor is not my flavor, but your flavor is okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it kind of boggles my mind how those principles are, it goes back to what we said about communication skills. They're all Mm -hmm. transferable, right? Right. Your kink is not my kink, blah, blah, blah. That's a transferable Mm -hmm. thing. And that applies to like everything. Again, my personal line is, are you invalidating the humanity of others and or causing physical, mental, emotional harm or damage to individuals or communities? Okay, then shut the fuck up with those opinions. But if we're talking about, I'm happy in my non-kink relationship Mm -hmm. and you are happy in your kink relationship, like just leave people home. let them let them be non kinky yeah. like just just let them let them be non kinky <laughs> so yeah that kinksters need to stop thinking ds relationships are inherently better than vanilla relationships is an opinion we agree with right okay here's one and I uh oh I think it okay calling a dynamic master slave is weird to me given what those words historically refer to i e Slavery. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. No, I, I think don't either. That if people take those titles and they they work through that with themselves and their mm-hmm. deities and their partners and their communities and they think about, like, I'm not here to tell people they can't use those words, but as somebody who yeah. does not use those words, yes, I agree mm-hmm. with that. It, it does feel it's hard for me. Yeah, it is hard for me personally.
1: I, and and I I agree and. And yet, for me, it's something that I have been so familiarized with sure. in a sense through through the years I've been in the community mm-hmm. um, and you know i I've heard several people um, you know use um alternatives mm. but even the alternatives still have that sure. That thing. The connotation exists. Yeah, the 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 connotation still exists. So you know, is is it one of those things that you know? Okay, this particular aspect of the lifestyle does not fit you,
0: and I think it's always that. Yeah, yeah. I think if 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 a term weirds you out, Mm -hmm. that that is. definitely a clear sign that is not a term for you. That does not fit you. How many people get weirded out over daddy Dom, mommy Dom, little baby girl, baby boy, like because kink plays on the fringes of what is acceptable.
1: Yeah,
0: It it doesn't have to be quote an edge kink, which that's a debatable thing to define anyway, Mm -hmm. for it to be taboo. All of it is taboo to some extent. Some things have become more normalized in recent years, uh, see choking for one, how that's normalized, I don't know, just, you know. Okay, and so we're using certain words and con- the connotations of those words mm-hmm. and how they can make people feel, and sometimes that feeling that people have is icky, I get it, it's, I think it goes back to these things have always been taboo for, and I'm not a historian, and I'm not a good person, cultural, blah, 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 I can't discuss like, why that's taboo, I'm not educated mm-hmm. enough for that. Other than like the obvious things, right? Like the daddy and the little and the and the master and the slave. Like those, I think those are clear to why those would be taboo. But everything we do in kink to some extent plays on the edges of what is acceptable by society. I do think that there um, is room for, and I think people are having these conversations about the use of language and what that means. And I think that it, the things I've seen have come down to personal choice. Again, mm-hmm. if those words are out of bounds for you, they're out of bounds for you. Yeah, It's not a way I would ever describe myself or at this point, you in our dynamic. So therefore we don't, but also we don't, and I don't think this person is either. I think they're just sort of saying a thing because right. they even said the, to me, kind of that, that part that gets left out of a lot of these kinds of statements, they said it. It's a personal thing. So for some people, it's not gonna bother them and for some people it's definitely gonna bother them. Mm -hmm. I think that if um, there are communities, primarily of black people, but people of color, having conversations about this language and the use and how they feel, I think that's definitely worth paying attention to and listening to. Uh, As white people, we will not ever interject ourselves into that conversation, (laughs) ever, ever, ever. but I, it goes back to, okay, if it gives you an ick feeling that, t- that tells you it is it yeah. is not a, it's not the one for you, don't use it. Um, I think as long as we don't kind of go around trying to police what other people are doing. But I right. do think there are valid conversations to be had about the history of words and why these words might are they could they be problematic? I don't know. I'm not hmm. I'm not the right person to have to have much to say about that. But I think in the places where those conversations might be happening, they're certainly worth paying attention to, and thinking about, it and then making that personal decision for yourself. You know, yeah. so yeah, that's, I get it. I get it. But mm-hmm. when I have that, ooh, that's that's too uh, for me. That just means okay, that's not that's not my jam. I won't I won't use that. That won't that one won't apply to me.
1: Now here's here's an interesting thought, and I, I hope I I express this correctly. Do you think there are people that use those terms? to um try and take the power out probably, of it
0: probably probably i i have no doubt that those that that exists i you know i would not even doubt that for a second um i know was it was it melina williams i read an essay by her in one of our kink books and i don't remember which kink book but she wrote an essay about the power of those words master slave and i believe melina is i don't she might be a switch, but I know that she, you know, submits to at least certain partners. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was, Oh, can I find it? Hold on a second. I know I read it. Oh, I can't find the book.
1: No. Mm
0: No, I cannot. I had a book and there were essays in it with personal, Kink experiences, and that that was something that she talked about. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Come on, Thank you, Rara Melina's submissive to her husband. Okay. I couldn't. I. She's an educator. She might might do performance stuff. Writer, like she does a lot of things, and I can't. Yeah. And Rob Ross saying in the live chat, Melina loves race play. And that's something that she talks about. And that that's one of those instances where like in that essay, if I could find the fucking book it's in, um, that's worth paying attention to and like digesting that information and going, okay, that informs how I see these things or, you know, what I think about them and how I feel. But you know, that's that's kind of the, the mm-hmm. space for me. I feel like that, that's my lane. <laughs> My, that's my personal lane.
1: Are your batteries charged? But again? I do
0: think that the general rule, regardless of the titles or the labels or mm-hmm. the words, is if they they give you a weird feeling, then that just definitely means they're not for you. I mm-hmm. do think it's worth investigating. But mm-hmm. I think the the thing to remember, and I know people talk about this, we don't talk about it enough. We are very much in the the practice of normalizing within the kink community power exchange but is a reminder that all of this is considered taboo somewhere to someone and we play on the edges of what's air quote this word, like heavy air quotes, acceptable. So Mm -hmm. that is also something to, to think about. Okay, next one. It's difficult being a high protocol person in a mostly swinger open poly kink scene i would imagine that's very true yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you are in a community or a scene where it's like very much a more relaxed let's chat and talk let's like figure out you know, oh i am mm-hmm. in, and you yourself are like okay i have very specific rules i follow yep. <laughs> and they govern yeah. my actions mm-hmm. through all of this i can Especially <laughs> high protocol, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And really, high protocol is in the eye of the beholder. One person's high protocol could be another person's <laughs> loosey-goosey. Like, right. could not imagine living that's, that's very you true. Know, that relaxed of a life. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, high protocol tends to have a lot of rules that govern how... Both partners, but in general definitely mm-hmm. the submissive behaves. Absolutely. How they carry themselves, how, where they look, who they talk who
1: to, who they talk to and how in many they cases, speak, yeah. when
0: they speak, mm-hmm. what they do, when they do it, gaining permission like there's there's usually a lot, a lot, a lot that can go into high protocol. Right. And right. in a very relaxed kind of scene community, I can imagine yeah. that being difficult. I can imagine yeah. that being difficult.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I can. I can Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, I can't.
0: That, I don't have much to add to that, but you yeah, know, no, like, no.
1: But I, I can, I can kind of feel the. Uh,
0: and you know, I think, I think it's good to the extent that it is when it is healthy for a person to do, and it is not like detrimental to them. I think it's good and okay to find yourself in community spaces that are not a mirror of what you already do, right? Mm -hmm. Like to be that really relaxed person and go into a situation where there's more structure, there's more rules, higher protocol, it's not a bad thing. The opposite is not a bad thing. However, I think because of what community can do for folks, I think that it can be challenging if you feel like the, you know, the quote ugly, not, I I don't mean ugly duckling, but that sort of thing of, wrong bird in the nest and you don't look like anybody else it's sometimes what we want to be is around people who kind of get us and we don't have to explain every single thing we're trying to do and Mm -hmm. so if you find yourself like the odd duck out in the community you have access to it's probably worth looking i I don't think you should reject that community because we can learn things from each other even when we have completely different styles, but I think that there's value in finding Mm -hmm. your community of people who get you so that you don't have to have a 10 minute, you know, speech planned about why you do these things. Like the people in the room kind of get it. That being said, in some of the best community spaces I've ever been in, people would, you could see they might not understand, but it was, they just accepted people for who they were. They went, oh, that's the way you do it? Okay. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been fortunate enough not to be in places where because we did something different than other people that we weren't questioned and grilled and like practically interviewed about it. Like having to justify ourselves. If you find yourself in that situation, I don't care what the community is like. I don't think that's a good space for you. You shouldn't have to justify your, your, (sighs) that is true. Existence. That is true. I do think that if there can sometimes be like, not in this. I don't think high protocol would be. it, But there can be situations where somebody on the outside doesn't understand and they worry that something is harmful.
1: Mhm.
0: I mean, there's there's conversation to be had about how to handle those situations. But just because somebody's different from you, they shouldn't you we, like there's if you're being alienated or feeling alienated from the group cuz you're like different from the rest of that group, that's a problem, you yeah. know. So. Yep. But Okay, let me get back into it. Okay, here we go, I think. Okay, we've got a couple left. This one, kink is not for everyone. Some folks don't need that much vulnerable access to people. I mean, I agree completely. I, I agree. Kink is yeah. not for everyone, no, just it's in not. general. Mm-hmm. I agree with that one completely. And and not,
1: you know, and, and you can granularize that down. Not every aspect of kink is for everyone. You know, they're... Um, is a train of thought that just because someone is in the lifestyle and they're submissive that makes them also a masochist right you know which is not you can be sub you you could be submissive and not have a masochistic and bone you in can your body be a
0: masochist and,
1: and and not have a submissive bone in your body not
0: submit at all right yeah, yeah
1: you know you're you're there just for the for the impact play and and the, and the pain play mm-hmm. you know so it, it, it is so varied again, you know, it's not.
0: And, you know, I think that I've seen this periodically, not a lot and not recently, thank God, but there's Mm -hmm. some, there are those out there who will say publicly where the rest of us can see it. Um, well, everybody's a little bit kinky, but only if they define it that way. Like, I mean, I could objectively look at what I think people do and go, well, sure. Through my lens. I might call that kinky and go, yeah, everybody's a little bit kinky. Like mm-hmm. I get to have inside thoughts and think what I want, right, right. but I don't get to apply that to everybody. If somebody's like, I am not kinky, I do not want to be kinky, then trying to tell people, but everybody's a little bit kinky, that, just, right. that negates what somebody is telling you. That's very dismissive. Mm-hmm. And some people don't want don't want to be and aren't. And you know, quite frankly, I wish some people just weren't because some people are harmful. And they use, mm-hmm. they they use kink as, they use the language of kink almost as a weapon. Like they know the right things to say, to lure people in, and then they get them there and they get a, a modicum of trust. They appear to be, you know, sharing vulnerabilities and being intimate. And then they use that to, to cause harm to others. And I don't have solutions on what we do for that, other than to keep people aware and educated, mm-hmm. but you know, I do. I wish sometimes I had a magic wand where I could go, "Boop!" You're not allowed to be kinky anymore. But yes, <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but yeah. And would I walk around with a, a wand and go, "Boop?" When I am. Uh, applying my magic? Yes, yes I would. The boop is a necessary part of that. Who put you in charge of that? Nobody has put me in charge of shit. (laughs) And maybe that's the problem, okay? (laughs) Could I sort it all out with a- Or maybe a good thing, I don't uh, know. With five minutes to think and a big Diet Coke? Probably. (laughs) Actually, the way I have sorted out the world in the past is with one or two super close friends, a big thing of queso that gets new one gets sent out every time it empties and a pitcher of margaritas. I can Mm. solve the world problems with enough of that. Okay.
1: Okay. Just saying.
0: But these days it's more of, can I get five minutes to myself in a Diet Coke? I I can come up with some solutions. One of them (laughs) is taking away kink privileges from the abusers, thanks. (laughs) I feel like that would be a net good, I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, okay, so here. So the thing about hot takes and unpopular opinions you're gonna get into sticky topics as we already have. I'm already like bracing myself for like the snide hate comment about our liberal leaning politics. I'm sorry we weren't louder about it. Mm -hmm. We once did an entire episode about it. So (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: anyway, but the thing about hot takes and unpopular opinions. Oh gosh. Here's our very last one. All right regression and little space shouldn't be sexualized
1: that has been such a such hot
0: a bone of contention i know topic and i i don't live within this part of the community i no. don't have a no. clear opinion one way or the other i feel like the statement is a blanket statement that's mm-hmm. supposed to cover all people yeah. and i tend to Push back from some, not all. Like let's go back to we have our mm-hmm. personal line. Let's not harm humanity here. Right. I tend to push back from blanket statements because I'm always thinking. But wait, I can absolutely see, envision somebody. Like, I feel. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I understand. I, I think the energy where this comes from because it goes back to what those people who are in the caregiver little dynamic are often accused of. Mm-hmm. We're gonna try not to say that word, but you know yeah, the word, no. it's a filia word. You yeah. know the word I'm talking about. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I, I think it's, I, I, I'd have to say it's one of those things. It is up to the individual to decide.
0: And I, and I, you know, yeah, I know it's, again, we go back to BDSM, like swims in taboo. It mm-hmm. swims on the fringes of what is acceptable by society. And I don't know enough about any of this to feel like I yeah. have an informed opinion. I understand the energy behind this. Mm-hmm. And like that part of me that like says, you know, yeah, that certain thing is actually really bad. And yes, I, I, I but I don't know because I can't speak I can't speak from a place of having engaged in age play or regressed. Yeah. You know, age Yeah. The I I, mm. I
1: I think it's one of those things that the people involved have to consent Yes. To. Um, you know
0: and I know, the thing is, is there are a lot of things that kinksters play with, not all kinksters, nothing is universal, but there are things that occur in kink that without the structure of, everybody's a legal fucking adult, Mm -hmm. consent, clear, informed, ideally enthusiastic consent, um, trust, intimacy, integrity, you know, right. all of the things, like there are things that without those things, yes, what what is happening is illegal. <laughs> like, but we play with consensual, not we, but like we the general, we play with consensual non-consent and mm-hmm. to many an outsider, I, I accidentally got into the comment section of that where it was, you know, people were blanket statementing that CNC as assault and violence and illegal. And it was like, but wait, the whole, the first word is consent. And yes, can that be used for nefarious purposes? We go back to, I would like to remove kink powers from the people who abuse them. Sure, 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 mm-hmm. right? Um, is this within that same scope? Right. Like the part of me that kind of goes, I accept there are many things in kink I will never understand nor take part in, but if the rules are legal age, Consent, mm-hmm. communication, risk awareness, all of those things. If those are the the things we say are the what matter, then I'm going to say, again, if something gives you an icky feeling, it is definitely well, not, not for, for you. And that's yeah. your. But do mm-hmm. I, as an outsider who does not engage in this, get to swoop in and go you to this community who does any of this, you're automatically wrong. I like. <sighs> I know. I know. I don't think I do. I mean, it's, <laughs> based it's, on my set of values.
1: It's I I kind of look at it just like there are people with the mindset that if you engage in impact play, it's it's a sexual thing. Mhm. All right. And and it's not that cut and dry. To some people it is, to some, some people, people it isn't. Right. Same thing with rope. There there are people who want absolutely nothing to do with anything sexual just give me the rope right okay so you know it's it's a matter of preference
0: it's what you want it's what you consent to right in this case you know being in little headspace you know going into a place where you feel and are behaving and kind of you know Air quote this word, because I understand reality, become yeah. a younger age, a less than legal age.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One, that does not negate your actual age. And two, some people, and this is just from observations from people talking about, it, some people absolutely cannot imagine anything sexual happening within that moment. That is, right. that just doesn't work for them. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And other people can and maybe do. And to me, again, I go back to, have we met, the pillars of what constitutes the most risk aware and closest we can get to to safe kink play Mm -hmm. that makes something that is already inherently taboo (laughs) air quote this word because this is a sticky Mm -hmm. subject word okay we've got Clear, informed, enthusiastic consent. Everybody's legal. We're communicating. We're being honest. We're creating spaces of intimacy. We're respecting boundaries. We've you know, mm-hmm. we are aware of the potential risks. People can withdraw their consent at any point. Are we we got all that? Then you know what? Do you. And if I don't like it, I'm I'm definitely not gonna do it. That's how that works. Um, but the thing is, is from the outside looking into somebody who does not play with a kink or practice a certain dynamic or you know, engage in certain behavior.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think people forget this, everything we do in kink from the outside looks like somebody's being assaulted. You hit me with a paddle yeah. outside of a kink scene and quite frankly with an overzealous uh, uh, law enforcement system, that's assault and battery. I don't know if yeah. that's a, the legal term, but basically I'm being hit with something. Mm-hmm. And in another context, you're getting arrested for that, right? right. Um, tying Correct. somebody up with ropes certainly does look like kidnapping, which yeah. is hot for some of us, but on <laughs> the outside looking in, you're not supposed to do that, right? Right. Um feeling in your your head and your mind your body in whatever in your soul that you are a younger age with a caregiver that you call daddy, mommy, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we know what that looks like from the outside. We understand. We're not saying it. I'd like to still have a YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> yeah. But like all of it, all consensual non-consent we all know what that fucking looks like right like from the outside with no context it all looks illegal and bad yeah <laughs> i feel like context on the inside with again that scaffolding and that all that stuff those pillars being there it's up to the adults involved yeah. and i can personally go mm, no don't like that and mm-hmm. not then go I don't like it so you can't do it. Yeah, I can have really strong opinions about something. Mm-hmm. I could I don't I don't know how I feel about that particular statement because I don't know enough. but if I apply all of my principles of kink, then that's what I come up with, which is, are we consenting communicative, risk aware legal adults? Yeah I'm, I'm not gonna that's not for me to say understand what something looks like from the outside. It all looks bad from the outside. Mm -hmm. And I think some of us get more comfortable with kinks that weirdly feel more, air quote this, acceptable. Well, it's acceptable within your bubble. Hitting somebody with a hard object (laughs) is acceptable in kink because we understand, many of us understand impact play. But if somebody on the outside looking in did not have that context, they're sure as shit gonna think that uh, they need to call 911. Right. So how was any of I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's sticky. It is. It is. It's sticky. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that's a place to, end <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, um, Am I certain that we have pissed somebody off? Probably? Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, we all get to have our opinions the internet has allowed it made it so that we can share those opinions at any point. I do contend that some opinions and thoughts should be inside thoughts, but that's just me. Um, just a reminder before somebody wants to like go real hard on their keyboard, us saying we do or don't like something or we are or are not okay with something is not us saying that you have to like, have to agree, or not allowed to disagree. Yeah. Everybody gets their own opinions. I, I, my value system and my opinions, I try to ha- have them align as much as possible. Uh, but nuance exists, exceptions to rules exist. <laughs> yeah. um, I, And some things I'm just not educated enough to feel like I can form a solid opinion on. And the thing about hot takes, I had to look this up because I was like, How is a hot take different from an unpopular opinion? And they are technically different, even though sometimes people use that interchangeably. Hot takes tend to be real quick, off the cuff, not informed, not Mm. nuanced opinions. You see a situation, man, you've got an opinion on it. Everybody, I think everybody is capable of that. I know I'm capable of that, but my brain goes, but there's nuance I don't know. There's like, I just, I'll have a hot take in my head And then the moment I want to try and like say it, share it with somebody, I I immediately start thinking of what the exceptions to the rule might be. (laughs) I'm fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, fascinating to see what some people think. It's, um, sometimes it's comforting to see that some people feel the same way you do. Um, it's not the end of the world if our opinions don't align. Um, mm-hmm. I think, again, because opinions and thoughts, and many of them ought to be, get to be inside thoughts. I think it's about how are we treating people? How are we showing up for people? How are we existing in our communities and allowing other people to exist? You wanna know when you're gonna get serious side-eye and probably a bit of judgment for me, when you one true weigh it. When you go, this is a thing that is true for me, so I have now decided it is true for everybody and must be true for everybody and everything else is invalid. Okay, I'll just tell you, I'm judging you, okay? I will admit, here's where my nuance comes in, I can't help myself. There's probably lack of experience. There might Mm -hmm. be more education and understanding and and, (laughs) use this word lightly, exposure to like other people and communities and whatever, whatever. Yes, I think people can shift from a one true way-ism thinking and go, oh wait, I'm seeing the bigger picture. I'm having more experiences. I'm meeting people who are different Mm -hmm. from me and understanding their validity. I don't think the people you're shitting on should have to be the one to educate. Uh, you and get you to see them as valid. I'll take that on. Like we're up here with a platform, two weirdos on the internet with microphones, right? But I do think people can shift. And so then I would retract my judgment if somebody shifted. But those are the people I'm probably gonna like judge the most yeah. and not and not keep my opinions to myself. Also the abusers and assholes who wrap themselves in the trappings of kink so that they can take advantage of people. Got it. The rest, mm. I probably just meh. Mm. keep inside thoughts. I, I think yeah. I think the internet has, has allowed us to forget that we, we absolutely can have inside thoughts. That's <laughs> See, true. in my head, I'm I'm probably judgy and petty and bitchy as fuck. <laughs> But when I try to, if I have to communicate those thoughts in that other part of my brain that sees nothing but nuance kicks in and goes, wait, 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 there's something you don't know. There's mm. an element you're not seeing. There's a lack of information here. You don't have the right experience. And so then, yeah, yeah, the, the, I don't, can't remember what they're called, but from uh, inside out, the, the emotions in your head that kind of, mm. you're, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of bitchy, but I like them, so, <laughs> so okay. I do think there's one that just like hits like a buzzer and um, drowns out the 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 others and goes bah! like a stop kind of thing like oh oh there you go you're being a bitch again and hits the buzzer and gets ready to calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> so yeah, I, I technically I think I had fun with this one, yeah. but also I'm a little stressed out because as the one who reads the comments and sometimes responds to them. Yeah. When somebody wants to get pissed off, it'll be me that has to read. It. <laughs> so <sighs> Okay. This was chaotic, as fuck. Yeah. Uh I don't know if we helped, informed, educated, or entertained, or mm-hmm. none of the above today. Um I don't know if we even made sense if the words coming out of our mouths were structured in such a way that somebody else hearing them went, yes, I understand what you're trying to say. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Thank you for sticking with us through the giant commercial that was, hey, we have a giveaway going on. Just a reminder, (laughs) lovingbdsm.net slash giveaway is the place to be. You You can enter to win individually the different types of prizes you want. Mm -hmm. Something from Twisted Mountain Toys, something from Elegantly Owned, the stuff from us, pick, pick which one, enter all of them for all I care. I don't mind. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I don't know what we'll be talking about next week, but uh, we'll be back and at our, for live stream folks at our normal time, as far as we know. Um, And I guess that's enough rambling in what we like to call the episode. And now let's go ramble in the bonus section (laughs) and make even less sense.
1: So are we good? I have no fucking idea.
0: <laughs> Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky, y'all, and we'll see you next week.
1: Daddy. Yes, baby girl.
0: Can I talk to the crickets, please?
1: Now, why would you? Why would you want me to give you permission to talk to the crickets? Because as soon as I give you permission, you're gonna just. I got nothing.
0: Actually, I know what I want the emoji of the week to be. And I need to let folks know.
1: Huh. That's an awful smug look on your face. I'll pay for it later. You you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Sorry, podcast listeners. You have to use your imagination. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's a doozy.
0: I'm in, I'm in a you. mood today, so.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, and you know why you know.
0: <laughs> I asked a question I needed an answer to that I should have known would have a conversation. Got the answer, but can't have the conversation. <laughs> I'm a little testy. <laughs> <laughs> but I got the information I needed. That's right. And, and you'll survive so. with this version of me, it'll be fine. <laughs> you won't thrive but you will survive. (laughs) I'm not thriving either, but still whatever. Can I please talk to the crickets? You think I'm not? (laughs) Look, I know that my focus can be like really all over the place, but when I'm on the job, I can focus on most of the things that I'm supposed to. Like 75% of the things. And when it's something I really want, I'm a dog with a bone. Sorry. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> so we will do an Emoji of the Week uh, in honor of it being our podcast anniversary. Uh, I believe in the emoji option, there's like a microphone. That one. And I think there's a couple of microphones. Whichever microphone you have in your emojis, that's the one because we are two weirdos on the internet with microphones. Um, there's live chat. You can share it comments on YouTube podcast listeners. There's the show notes page on loving There's Twitter and fat life and you can hell DM me on Instagram. I don't tend to answer DMS on Instagram because I just don't. Uh, <laughs> if you ever need to like ask a question, mm-hmm. use the contact page on our website. I do respond to those. Um, but yeah, mm. however, we're connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, please share the emoji of mm. the week. It's a that, microphone.
1: That's strange. Normally, when you type in the word and it comes up with an emoji, and you t- uh, it, it takes the word away. It didn't do that this time.
0: For, port, for folks who are like, what the fuck? John Brownstone, who is now finally a moderator of the YouTube channel, uh, was in the live chat and uh, both shared the word microphone and the emoji because... <laughs> Technology's weird, it does what it wants. Mm -hmm. Um, So bonus section stuff, have you got anything?
1: You, who were so anxious to talk to the cricket. I just
0: did. I had to share the information. Oh, I can wax. Uh, I can't think of the expression. Wax. Poetic. Poetic. Thank you. I almost said wax on. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew that <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was wrong. I uh, knew that was wrong. Because if I wax on, I do have to wax off. Uh, I could wax poetic about my college age child or my middle schooler and their whatever um, or the fact that we. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of the the term for it, but oopsied and bought a bunch of home stuff at Big Lots yesterday when we went for like two things, (laughs) a curtain rod and two sets of curtains. That's all we went for. We walked out with multiple new pillows, decorative pillows for the couch. In fairness, they were on clearance, $10 or less per pillow. And the pillows that we have that we use for, all you know, we hold, like sleep on them. We hold them. Whatever. Um, we've had those for ten years, yeah, give or take, give or take.
1: Since the since the, um, since since the, the condo. We,
0: since, no, before then, I think we moved. No, so, when we the one the apartment. I don't think so. I don't know. We've had them a long time. We've had them, and, a and while. they look like we've had them a long time. And
1: they've been through two dogs.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Saki. And two teenagers.
0: <laughs> and two teen, yeah,
1: two dogs, two teenagers. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. They were due to be replaced. They've, they've lived a, a full pillow life.
0: Yes. And finding decent looking pillows that match the color scheme I like for the living room. Uh, turquoise, if you wondered. Um, <laughs> actually, not it's,
1: purple, yeah. No. I, mm. yeah,
0: for the bedroom, I, I prefer purple. Yeah. Um, somehow, someway, when I became single again <laughs> before I met you, my living room was always a cream or off-white, those are usually the walls, dark brown furniture, um, and then the accent colors were always a turquoise and a teal, they just in different shades of that. And mm-hmm. I've just always really enjoyed that. Yeah. And my dream that I didn't get to achieve until you and I moved in together was to have purple in the bedroom, but it's still the same kind of color scheme. So it's a creamy off-white, depends on what the wall color is, dark brown furniture or black, mm-hmm. like our, our bed frame is black, and then purple with maybe a silver or gray, maybe a white, but purple. And usually like the plum eggplanty mm-hmm. purple, not like violet or anything. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. <sighs> but yeah, so what were we talking about? <laughs> we bought pillows at big lots when we did not mean to. That's that. There's a. What's the expression when you like. Spontaneously buy something and you didn't. You didn't mean to. There's a whole expression for it.
1: There is, and I can't think of it either. either.
0: I don't know. Is it the heat getting to us?
1: Probably. Is it
0: the is the chaos of the past two weeks finally catching up to us? Probably. Are we still in shock that during the day, while the thirteen year old is in school, this we have this house to ourselves? Like, have we just not adjusted to that? I do keep waiting for the oldest to just walk in the door, and that's. Yeah. Not gonna happen. Like I'm just like constantly waiting for it. And um, you did get to run through the kitchen and into the dining room stark naked yesterday. I did. went oh, made look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and look, the arms were out. He was like standing with feet apart. And of course, there was a butt slash pelvic wiggle. <laughs> So just imagine all the things that were wiggling and shaking and, you know, moving and grooving. Um, yeah. And I just, because I don't, since we've lived together, I, it's, we've had so few opportunities to be naked outside of our bedroom that I'm just eating my lunch. <laughs> and whatever I was eating, I just stopped like halfway to my mouth and went, huh? And I went, oh, and I went, Oh. <laughs> And then I still had that <laughs> reactive gut thing of, oh God, is there anybody gonna, and of course not. It was just us.
1: Yeah. And ac- actually, Silent Neva had came up impulse buying. Thank
0: you, it was Im- thank you. Impulse buying. Impulse buying, yes. Yep. Only because it was like deep, deep clearance. And Big Lots. Mm-hmm. Big Lots is a place, for whatever reason, since I became a single woman at the age of 32, um, if I want home decor and I'm like, okay, we're not like, we're not trying to buy the good stuff. I go to big lots.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I was absolutely that lady who for many years had a live, laugh, love thing up in my uh, living room before you. And we moved it over with us. And then even yep. through the the kids, like totally... <laughs> giving me shit for it. It wasn't cause I was all live, laugh, love. It was cause it was the right color scheme. Okay. <laughs> it looked pretty on my wall. I didn't give a fuck what it said. <laughs> the only ones that I go, no, I don't want that on my wall are the ones that are more religious cause I'm not a religious person. So it doesn't yeah. fit for me. But I was a live, laugh, love girly because it was cute. And it went with the decor. So. <laughs> Yeah. If I had seen some purple pillows that were the right shade of purple, I'd have gotten them for the bedroom. Yeah. But we did I not. I believe that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big lot Stan. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I often forget it though. Like I'll go to Walmart, I go to Aldi, like for inexpensive things. I'm like, and I, I forget. And I'm thinking of when we were prepping the 18 year old for his apartment. We we're walking through last night. I'm like, why the fuck didn't we come here? It might have been a little bit cheaper. Yeah, forgot all about it. Mm -hmm. But we need to, 13 year old is struggling with sleep. I don't know. It could be the handful of medications that he's on. It could be the stress of, you know, being 13. I don't know. Um, Mm. But we're trying to make his room more conducive to sleep sleep. for him. He's a kid that loves it to be as dark as possible. And his room is fairly dark, but there's light creeping in. So we got some blackout and some room darkening curtains. Yeah, And um, I've sent out to the family, because his birthday's coming up. He's about to be the 14 year old. Um, You know, some present ideas. And I'm like, oh, by the way, his therapist recommends a weighted blanket. That's out of my budget, but hey, you got grandma money. Uh, (laughs) You wanna get the kid a weighted blanket? He would love it. And then yeah. I pointed out apparently there are weighted stuffies at, at Target. I don't know, There might be other places, but heard about them at Target. I was like, you know I'm saying? If you wanna buy those for him, he won't be mad
1: at us. Just need to let Lola get in bed with him. She's
0: First of all, his bed is way <laughs> too high for her I,
1: I know it is I'm... big
0: booty gimpy leg self. I'm joking.
1: The I'm well aware of
0: that. Uh, no, you're the guy who would build her a, a ramp or steps. I would. I know you would. And I'm already
1: prepared that as she gets older, she'll still need that just to get on the sofa. And I'm already
0: I planning know. out
1: how I'm going to do that for her.
0: I know, but if you teach her the way of a ramp or stairs, then it's it's a short leap to getting an hour bed, and that is where I draw the line. I have not have <laughs> never been a sure my dog can sleep in the bed with me kind of person. I'm just not. Also, the bed is barely big enough for the two of us to exist without me melting. We're not adding a third body.
1: I never said anything. You would in a heartbeat. If
0: I went, okay, get me drunk enough, I might go, okay. And next thing you know, there's a ramp up to our bed.
1: Get you drunk enough? I need to go get some more uh, vodka then.
0: I am jonesing for margaritas. I guess I would even accept at-home margaritas. Oh, I mean, what I is—is it a good margarita if you don't have chip salsa and queso? I don't think it is, but I'm just saying.
1: Take care, Andre.
0: Um, I think was Silent Wing mentioned it. Um, Patreon this Friday, August Mm twenty-fifth, day this episode goes live for podcast listeners. Uh, we're doing our game night in Patreon for $10 and up members. True. And I'm good hoping trend. that this weekend there will be an adult beverage or two. Please and thank you. Maybe. How's your tummy doing? We didn't do adult beverages on our last stream because of your tummy. It's,
1: it's doing better. Okay, good. It's doing better.
0: Okay. Lola is snoring like she got off her third shift job this morning. Oh my God! Well,
1: she went outside earlier, and, laid in the and, sun. and she laid in the sun, and, and you know, charged her her Recharged battery. Recharged her batteries. She's solar powered. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. Now, now she's got to sleep it off.
0: Yeah. She's so adorable. <laughs> she's been. Sp- oh, so the pillows that we replaced because. They definitely have dog drool all over them as well. <laughs> um, and yes, they were the kind... I th- No, these were the kind you. C- I could not take could the covers not. off. I couldn't actually right. wash. I know. If you're grossed out by that, same. Um, <laughs> we put those in her crate because they're basically her pillows. There have been many a day. Not only was she laying on my spot on the couch, her head was on the pillow I liked to use. Like, yeah. she was just chilling. So I went, like, okay, here, you can have these pillows. So... Yeah. I don't know. Like, I want to hang out and I want to stay here for the little bit that we can because mm-hmm. you do have to go pick up a kid from school yep. soon. But also, I don't feel like I have anything. Like, my brain is a jumble. Like, nothing is, like, mm-hmm. coming in clear. Nothing's slotting in. with. Yeah, yeah, say this next in a order of words that will make sense I mean, to I mean, I, I
1: haven't been doing a whole lot of outside of working yeah, no. myself, you know. Um, even last weekend oh my gosh didn't feel like a weekend we ran so many errands and
0: we did a lot of stuff and, yeah and
1: then we did a lot of stuff and
0: you didn't take any downtime last week no it, the only day off air quote that was the Wednesday that we moved the kid in mm-hmm. I at least try I took Friday afternoon off and read a whole ass book it was delightful
1: yeah no I, I I need to work on that because, yeah, we we take a break. I don't take a break. I always have other work that I'm... Well,
0: and this time was understandable. The week prior, you were in New York.
1: True. Which
0: you didn't have to do any of the normal home stuff, but you were working. There yeah. was stuff you like manual, physical labor you ended up having to do. Um, so that didn't feel like a break. It was also very... Emotionally and mentally taxing So mm-hmm. that didn't feel like a break Now my argument would have been Hey, come home, decompress And just sit still for a few days But also uh, I, You I and came, I You had I to go out to the shop to, We needed I, to pay I, the mortgage I, I, came, I came
1: back to how many orders? Uh, you
0: did, I did yeah. my job very well You did, you did so, so Yeah, like it's it, Part of that is the whole self-employed Run your own business thing, mm-hmm. where yeah, instead of a forty-hour work week, it's a twenty-four-seven hour work week sometimes. Yeah. Um, I know that the time we get, we probably do the best at downtime or the two weeks we take off at the holidays at the end of yeah. the year, because um, yeah. orders slow down. It's mm-hmm. understandable if you're not in the shop and making stuff. Correct. Like. So we're just, we're just living for the last two weeks of the (laughs) Mm year,
1: Pretty much, pretty much.
0: Well, yeah, we, if all goes well, and if we've done our jobs right, we're about to go into that period where we don't, we don't even take days off. We're just going. Um, So, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so you haven't really braked. I barely braked. I have been trying to make more time and purposely like put my fucking phone down so I can stop doom scrolling and like read a book or do some do something else Mm -hmm. we watched uh last weekend because it's now on disney plus we watched guardians of the galaxy volume three correct not like in my top three or five of marvel movies but it Mm -hmm. was okay it was
1: decent to me it was
0: right up there with quantum mania the ant man and wasp or whatever movie it was like it was okay it was like i don't go in expecting a marvel movie to be cinema you know it's not yeah. It's, I just need it to, I need it to be brain candy. Can I shut mm-hmm. my mind off? Are the things in there so like decently done? And enjoy a alternate reality for, right, where for I'm a couple, not, couple hours. If, yeah. if you've got me questioning what the fuck's going on, okay, something's gone off the rails. But if I can just like turn my head off for a bit and go, oh yes, we were watching this movie for two and mm-hmm. a half, three hours. Great, it's done its job. Yeah. But if I'm then ranking like, which are my favorite? No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah so no. are there any other marvel movies coming to disney plus soon
1: soon i don't know no, no don't know hey x sorry you couldn't be here
0: that's jb talking to the live chat for yeah. anybody who's not looking at the live chat um so yeah
1: Hmm. Oh. i mean it's 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 still really too hot yeah. out do you know to do anything outside yeah. um i mean the big big thing i um You know, I've I've been enjoying having my um, old school stereo system and and listening to albums. You are
0: adorable. You're like a little kid. You put your little headphones on and you kind of bebop between (laughs) the stereo to your seat on the couch. and And sometimes you'll stand there and like look through whatever the stuff is in the album. And you're like, and you're just little heads bobbing. And when I'm knowingly in the room... You might hum to yourself, but you don't really like... It's not a full-throated singing. Now, compare that to... You have your noise-canceling earbuds in and <laughs> Spotify on, and we're in the garage, and neighbors are fucking everywhere, and this man is giving us a concert.
1: That's how I keep Loudly. people away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the neighbors that just moved in a few months ago have moved out and are selling their house, which we are desperate to know the gossip of how, like what happened that if there yeah. was a three month turnaround. Right. Cause it's not like they flipped it. They didn't like do anything major to it. It wasn't that kind of deal. No, something had to have happened. They have moved. Well, i have been a ton of showings and it's actually currently pending. So we'll see if we're getting new neighbors anytime soon. <laughs> and almost every day that somebody, whether it's people viewing the home or it was like the home inspector or the realtor or whoever, <laughs> Fans, but outside in either the garage or the, the shop out back, just sing it loudly.
1: Truth in advertising. <laughs> Let them know what they're getting and into. And look, and they
0: still put in an offer. <laughs> so know, right? you did not scare them away. Silent Wing asked, oh, wait, are these the Washington is two liberal neighbors? Yes. 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 They closed on their house like at the end of April, early May, moved in late May, spent the summer repainting rooms slowly unpacking like they had a whole plan Mm -hmm. because their garage was filled with boxes we are those nosy neighbors we notice those details and they had even told us yeah we're having to repaint all the rooms and what we're doing is as we repaint a room then we bring the boxes and everything in and unpack and And they had been doing that and then out of nowhere like what two weeks ago three yeah first sale signs up they're packing up their stuff here comes the u-haul i was like Damn. Well, okay. I I
1: noticed they were doing a lot of stuff. They brought their, their RV back mm-hmm. to the house, mm-hmm. and, and there was a lot of stuff being shuffled around. Then I left for New York, mm-hmm. and I came back, and they are gone lock, stock, and barrel, and there's a mm-hmm. for, for sale sign on the house.
0: And they had been doing stuff on the outside that now I'm like, well, were they doing that? Cause they wanted their house to look like that. Or were they yeah. trying to like boost the curb appeal? It does mm-hmm. look, it looks nice. It, does look it didn't not, look yeah. bad before, but it looks nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got real excited. Cause, um, on the other side of them, that side of their fence, some part of it got replaced and we were like, Oh, are they redoing their fence? And we were mm-hmm. like, oh, will you come over to this side of your fence and redo it? Right? They did not. They did no. not. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> so it's like the, the unknown thing that we're kind of hoping that now I don't want to have a conversation with any neighbor at all, not even <laughs> to find out. What I keep hoping for is that the stars will align and a gossipy neighbor who knows what happened right. will be outside while JB is outside, but I am not. And he can get the information and bring it home to me. That's that's what I keep hoping for. <laughs> um, but the the neighbor bestie has been busy and she's constantly gone. Right. And, so
1: you know whatever yep yep i i agree silent i don't see it as a loss either
0: no if the first time you ever have a conversation with us it is to disparage our dog yeah we're not your people and you're not Mm -mm, ours mm -mm. um so yeah it'll be interesting but i still want to know what happened yeah because i'm you know i'm nosy like that
1: curiosity nosy Mm.
0: need to know but yeah so it's just, I, the, some of the chaos has died down and now we're creating our own chaos. So clearly we can't live without the chaos. Uh, but everybody seems settled. The 13 year old is settled. See, it seems mm-hmm. into the start of the school year. Thank God, because I had two weeks of like on edge panic about that. Yeah. Um, Cause he did not seem to be settling. The 18 uh, year old has been busy uh, almost from the moment we we left. And so I have talked to him a little bit, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping he does not have marching practice this evening. And so maybe I can actually have a conversation and find out how first day of classes went. Um, (laughs) Yeah. JB and I are good because we are, but also I think we've been jump roping on each other's nerves (laughs) 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 and not having conversations that need to have, because we're like, but we're so busy. (laughs) So, you know, it's same old, same old around here. Um, and now we have to stop, even though I really enjoy this. If I could figure out a way to, like, mm. justify just streaming, just whatever, yeah, I probably would.
1: But you, I, you probably would. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: I haven't been able to. Oh, my chin no. itches.
1: Mm. Anyway,
0: so we're going to go. Yep. Uh, thanks for hanging with us, being mm-hmm. here, especially to the bitter end. Y'all are the proudest of Proud Crickets.
1: That's true. That's
0: true. Whether you have listened to the Bat Catalog or you've been here from the beginning, thanks for selling. And whether you're brand new and you just found us. Yeah, it's like this. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here for up to eight years so far. Yeah. Um. kind flies yeah. when you're having fun. It does. It mm-hmm. really, really does. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. I guess we're going to go. Yep. We love y'all. Mm-hmm.
0: Bye. Bye.